Hi, this is Christian from Currents, and you're listening to the Vulgar Display of Podcasts. Welcome to the Vulgar Display, a podcast live from the Barn Studios. Got the mocks here with Dale and Tuan. What's up, fellas? What up, hey. what up? We're excited about this one. We got a special guest on the line right now. We have Christian from Currents. Christian, how are you? Doing well, guys. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for joining us. You yes. um, getting ready to go out on a little bitty tour. No big deal. <laughs> Something minor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a couple, a couple people might show up. Yeah, yeah right. Maybe. Bands no one's heard of. It's pretty minor. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, this is one of the ones that like people sh- like come out of the woodworks to message me being like, "Wait, really?" <laughs> <laughs> right, right, I bet, man. Yeah, and you start hearing from all those friends you haven't talked to since like middle school. Like, hey, man, can I get some tickets? Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, I know. Yeah. yeah, I mean that doesn't matter too much. I-, I don't care about that as long as what bothers me when- is when people like beat around the bush. Yeah, right. you yeah. know what I mean. Like, hey, miss you. By the way, you think maybe it's like, yo, just come on and be like, hey, dude, I haven't talked in a while, but you think you can hook me up? I'd be like, sure, let's go. Yeah, right, right. Nice. Well, we appreciate you joining us today. We're gonna be catching that tour February seventh at the Pageant in St. Louis, Parkway Drive, Memphis Mayfire Currents. I mean, talk about a stacked bill. I think this has Dale written all over it, dude. Yeah. Yes, this was like made for me. It was. <laughs> I, think I think that's what I said whenever I. We sent it and we saw it yeah. announced. And I was like, fuck, this is like custom made for Dale. Right. This is like <laughs> me listening in my car if I could create a concert. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what we, that's what we want. Absolutely, man. How long ago was the tour where you were overseas? You just got off tour, right? Not too mm-hmm. long ago? Yeah, this is, honestly, this has been the longest I've been home in like a year. So since September, we, we did that uh, full U.S. with uh, Miss May I. And then, like, I was home for maybe like ten days, and then we had a, went out with Silent Planet over in Australia, and then we did Never Say Die in November with Suicide Silence uh, after the burial by all those guys. So it, it's it's been a long, it was a long, long yeah. like fall, but it was so incredible. the The experience was insane. Oh, for sure. And I forgot to mention, we need to shout out Alicia Baker, right? Yes, yes. the homie. Of course. Yeah. Yes. I love Alicia. Yeah. She's Alicia. a good she's a good friend of yours and a good friend of ours and been a big, huge uh, supporter of us, and I'm sure you guys as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so shout out Alicia. I forgot to mention yes, that. Yes, many thanks uh, bringing this all together. That's how you and I were introduced. We met in 18 at the Asley Dying Show, and then we ran into each other again at Thyatta's Murder, and then again at Miss May I, and all those connections through Alicia. So it's very cool. Yeah, shout out to her. She's she's the woman. Yeah, she is. She is for sure. <laughs> Great peeps. How did you guys like form that friendship? Uh, it was honestly just at that show, um, at the at Pops. Um, As They Lay Dying show. 
Yeah, uh, she she's just really friendly and chatty and we just started talking and you know uh after that we became friends online and just kept in touch over the years that's awesome yeah and that's very cool and that shows who you are as a dude to be very personable as a not just an artist but as a friend and, and a human as well to actually keep in touch with fans and make them friends that is very fucking cool oh thank you yeah. i mean sometimes it's it's I guess because this, all this stuff kind of happened a little bit later in life for me, it's a little bit hard to uh, line on the difference between fans and friends, you know? Absolutely. Well, we're friends now. Yes. <laughs> we yeah, are. We are. We're calling we're it. Yeah. Now. We are family. Exactly. When I saw you for the, uh, ran into you for the third time at the Miss May I show at Red Flag, I saw you in the bathroom and took a double take and we like broed out and hand shook. <laughs> and then and I walked out. I'm like, <laughs> he remembers me. I was all giddy and shit. <laughs> uh, the funny thing, I, the, the first time I went to Red Flag, especially in the bathroom it's hilarious because there's mirrors in front of the urinal yeah like all around the urinals mm -hmm. and it's just like whose idea was this <laughs> <laughs> what are we looking at here <laughs> yeah the show's the show's supposed to be out there not in here <laughs> right, right. <laughs> funny oh uh, it's awesome but yeah thanks again for uh all that very cool very cool hey uh, uh anytime this uh this newest single of yours vengeance Woo. Banger. Banger. We Ooh. got we got a little sound effect here for our bangers, and this is definitely a banger. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, boys. So, yes. so we play a little game show on here called Banger or Bust, and uh, that one got the banger. Yes, uh, 100%. Man, it's such, oh, a, that's awesome. it's such a great song. And, you know, tell us a little bit about, like, is this going to be a part of the record that's coming out this year, or what's the plan as far as the bigger picture? Uh, well... <laughs> there's uh only so much i'm allowed to say i'll be getting a call from chris clump being like what are you doing <laughs> um <laughs> there's a plan coming out and everything like that but uh it's it's definitely I, I guess i can say it is definitely part of a bigger a bigger plan a bigger uh a bigger picture that you guys won't have to wait super long to get some more information Ooh. out. Okay. Awesome. That's all nice. I needed to hear. Yeah. Excited. Yes. To me, this your sound has evolved a little bit, I think. It sounds like more of a mature sound, definitely heavier, I think, than mm -hmm. some of your earlier work. Do you guys get that sense as well? Yeah, I think it's kind of just dialing it in, you know. Um, I think all of the records that we have are really just songs and music that we like ourselves. And it's it's kind of the stuff that we would just want to hear, and it, the funny thing about that song in particular was just was we wrote that one in the studio because our producer was like, "What if like Currents wrote like a really like ignorant beat down type of song?" We were like, hmm, "Okay, yeah, <laughs> we're game for that. We're game." Yeah, yeah, we, and, uh, it's fun. Like we just aim to make each other laugh. Like we know as soon as we're all like laughing because it's ridiculously heavy, then mm -hmm. we like nailed it. Yeah, because that's what I love about you guys is the great blend of the heavy and then the clean vocals and singing as well. But this one just came out with a fucking punch in the face. For Br sure, brutal. I, I think it's fun to to dance around like the the genres, like metalcore and deathcore, kind of have like such an interesting relationship, and there's. For some reason, there's like always like a big line in the sand of it, but I think it's fun to like flirt with the idea of, of like blending into different genres, you know? Sure, sure. And most of my favorite bands do that. Yeah. Where it's not just one thing. I mean, you know, right. I, I, I like my genres, you know, I like, I want to listen to death metal, so I listen to death metal. I want right. to listen to hardcore, so I do that. 
But some of my actual like all time favorite bands, they just blend the genres and mm-hmm. play off a bunch of different. And ones. to have the talent to do that speaks volumes. For sure. And, and you know, is we all have like such vast like tastes in music. Like Brian and I have like a very uh like post hardcore background, like bands like Story of the Year, Thrice seosin like those were heavily influenced on us like growing up so that's why like a lot of the choruses and everything have those uh really like melodic and like post-hardcore kind of feel to them would you say that touring affects you guys's writing style or writing sound does it um you know do you pick up different influences out on the road i think just touring gives us reps and mm-hmm. it's it's just practice in being better at being currents, you know, it felt very natural. Like this was the most natural, easiest process of writing like songs that we've ever had. It it, it was just knowing there's no, there was no pressure in being like, Hmm, what are we going to like? How, how is this going to sound? What are we going to, what are we going to do? It's like, this is currents. This is what we write. And, you know, and Chris being the backbone of that, um, really, like I think he's really dialed in, and uh, I think just like the touring gives us more in depth in what our roles are and like what our strengths are, and especially what our weaknesses are, and so that we could work on those. Sure, sure. Like you said, it's the reps. Yes, absolutely. Reps are everything, and you guys get the reps because you are steady on tour. Road dogs, <laughs> road dogs. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, so Christian, while we're talking about the the evolution of the band, what would be a good introduction track for somebody who doesn't know Currents? What would you have them put on? I feel like Monsters is a good track or Better Days. It also kind of depends on if you know the person who... Their style. Yeah, like what what you're introducing. If they're a person Mm -hmm. that likes heavier music, then something like Poverty of Self, definitely. Like songs Mm -hmm. like those. Yeah, I, I think that's partially why like a lot of the um, the love that we get from all over the place comes from is just that like everybody can get a little bit of everything. It's a little smorgasbord. And your live show as well, because the stage presence, all you guys going hard on the harder parts. And then when you're singing along, you have all the fans singing along. Like you said, it like reaches out to everybody. Oh, man, it's been incredible. The last like especially the last few months, the singing along has been just absolutely mind-blowing they uh so we we have in-ears and it makes everything soundproof so at first it was a little bit weird to get used to because it, we were playing a live show and there's no like stage volume coming at me so it mm. almost feels like i was just practicing in my room with a, <laughs> like a thousand people watching me and because like you can't really you can't hear anything i could like barely hear the drums being like bleeding in through my my ears mm-hmm. and then the the last few months the people have been singing so loud that it's like it makes it goes like it's almost deafening even with my ears in it's wow. incredible yeah. it's gotta be a good feeling oh absolutely and I, oh it's the, it's the best high in the world yes i feel like that's a part of a current show now you just kind of not expect it you know i'm sure you still you know sort of pinch yourself like this many people know our songs yes. but do you feel like it's a part of the show, a part of a current show? Absolutely. It, it's it's especially being from New England, the live show and live performance has always been like all of the the hometown heroes from around here. It was such like a big influence on us and the, the our scene, like 
always having like crowd surfers and like people like jumping on it, like kids storming the stage and singing on it. Like basically like any, like if you ever watch any hardcore show from like, this is hardcore. It's, it yeah. was, that was me growing up. Like every single, every single show was like that. And, um, it, it, it's definitely bled into like who we are as musicians and has become a part of the show. Like I love like fans being a part of it. Oh, for sure. And you mentioned story of the year. Same you know, I, I sort of feel like they have some sing along. I know it's kind of different. Oh, yeah. It's a more yeah. melodic sing along part, but they're also like your label mates now, right? On Sharp Tone. Oh yeah, that I I fanboy hard with that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm trying to get Sean to be I'm like, yo, let me in one of those meetings. Like, I'm just <laughs> talk with them for a little bit. Come on. That's so funny because we grew up like in St. Louis, seeing them all the time when they were a uh, big blue monkey, and then. Yeah went out to yeah, Arizona yeah. and changed their name to story of the year. That was like the biggest shit ever. I saw them in, uh, in 2004 and, uh, my, my parents took me to go see them and it was, that was it. Like I saw them and that, that moment was like, I, I was like, that's what I want to do for the rest of my life. I feel like everybody saw them in 2004. Like yes. the whole world. <laughs> saw them yes. Most yeah. definitely. And then I saw them and I saw them so many times after that. Yeah, great man. Yes, yeah, great I, man. they're actually on a knot fest in Australia. No kidding. This really? year, yeah, they nice went, scored a spot on that, so that's kind of neat. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I've I've always loved that band, and I, I hope that they uh, get the recognition that they need because I feel mm -hmm. like they've always been like, like we know who they are, but they haven't been like a household name, and they 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 deserve that. One hundred percent. Yes. Great songwriting, catchy yes. hook, a live show, throwing guitars oh, back and yeah. forth to each Hell other. Yes, jumping oh, all over yeah. the place. Like, yeah, I, I remember being, like being in school and like putting on like a peroxy site so I can go on YouTube and like bypass like the school <laughs> security thing, and then <laughs> watching like the Pepsi Smash and like all those videos of them doing backflips on stage. Yeah. yeah. Going bonkers. They were like Cirque du oh, yeah. Soleil or some shit. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Cirque du Soleil with guitars. <laughs> yeah. For sure, yeah. Okay, uh, so, you know, one of the hot hot uh, topics right now is uh, venues taking merch cuts. So we have to ask you, you know, what's your opinion on that? And uh, how, do you, how do you guys get around that? Or how do you guys deal with that? I mean, it's an interesting thing. A lot of the times, the one weird thing about it that when it's coming to light is that it's not like a secret thing. It's not like you get to a venue and you're surprised by it. Mm -hmm. Like they're in the contracts, like before you even go on the tour. Um, there's a lot that goes into it. Is it something that I think is a little bit weird? Yes. Um, but you know, I doing this for a long time, like I have a lot of friends that are promoters and stuff like that. And they do lose a lot of money on like, like through, some bands not doing draws and like their guarantees being higher and like the only way that they're gonna like get out of like the red or even to break even is to have like a merch cut and you know i mean there's a lot of variables i think there's a point where it's like sometimes where it's like 20 percent like that like it's things get kind of gross sometimes mm -hmm. there's a lot of um fuckery that goes around <laughs> yeah. um yes. you know they, like it's like the same thing it, everybody is different you know like some like a lot of venues like there's a merch cut in the thing in the in the contracts but sometimes they're they're like they don't even take it they're just like yo you guys are awesome like yeah, don't even great. worry about it that's great you know so yeah. i mean it, it is it is what it is and then like you got some venues that like scalp their own tickets and then like charge like insane fees for no reason just because they can so mm -hmm. yeah. you know it, it kind of goes off and like the 
the morales like like the morality of whoever's mm-hmm. running the venue so it, it it all depends i don't think anything is just like black and white there's time it's like anything i guess like there's times where it could be gross but then mm-hmm. like it's also like i understand why they do it yeah like you said anymore it's like it's just part of it yeah for sure it's like oh then like should we get part of like the the liquor uh yeah their uh, sales our, yeah i mean we're selling sales, our you know? shit yeah and they're getting some of our stuff yeah, <laughs> yeah i mean I don't know. I think it's a, it's definitely good that it's a discussion that's being brought to light, but you know, venues get shut down all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, I think that, you know, there's enough like pieces of the pie to go around in that. Like if some people are trying to get greedy, you know, I would rather, you know, if I would rather pay a, a little bit of a merch cut, if that means having more venues, having more like kids and like people to be able to make a living mm-hmm. doing something in music and doing all other sorts of things than just to kind of, I'm home with like a couple of hundred extra bucks in my pocket, you know? Right. Very well said. One thing that I've noticed here lately, it seems like bands are uh, being a little bit more creative with their merch. And I think you guys are kind of a part of that too. You have your own coffee, you have candles, Mm -hmm. you're kind of exploring different areas with some of the merch and that's really neat. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think that, I think that's just us having fun with it. Uh, Just different ideas, having people getting excited. A lot of people were really excited about uh, the beer that we did. And we were able to have that at our our local venue for our Christmas show. And we have, actually, we have some plans for some more stuff to come. So I'm really excited for all of that. It's just fun. Anything, creative. anything with that logo on it, because my opinion, hands down, best logo in the game. Great. Love that <laughs> yes, logo. Thanks, man. Great logo. Yes, love it. Yeah, you can, you it's can read it. It's, in, it's you, incredible uh, how many people have it tattooed on themselves now. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's perfect. I see it all the time. We're excited for that new merch drop. We're excited for maybe a potential announcement of something in <laughs> yeah. the future with music, possibly an album. <laughs> and we're damn, yeah. we're damn sure excited for February seventh at the Pageant in St. Louis, Missouri, home of Story of the Year. By the way, yes, that's yeah. right. You know it. Darker Still Tour, Parkway Drive, Memphis Mayfire, and you guys, Current, February 7th at the pageant. Vulgar Display of Podcast is going to be there in full effect. Yes, we and We can't wait to jam it out, man. I can't wait either. It's going to be a good time. Hell yeah, it will be. Christian, we appreciate your time today. I appreciate you guys. Anytime. Yeah!